In Case You Missed It, on the cat. Welcome to episode 10 of In Case You Missed It. This week's edition is a Nantwich Food Festival special. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, this year's festival has had to be postponed until 2021. But instead, this year's festival organisers ran the Lockdown Awards. We'll hear from some of the winners later in the programme. First on this week's show, Gary Johnson speaks to Nantwich Food Festival director Nana Pedley. Well, today I'm delighted to be joined by Nana Pedley, director and business liaison manager of the Nantwich Food Food Festival. Good afternoon, Anna. How are you? Uh, hi, Gary. I'm fine, thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. Oh, it's always a pleasure. Well, Nana, I mean, sadly, this year's festival is yet another victim of COVID-19. How much of an impact is the festival's cancellation going to have on local businesses? Well, the, the festival is usually an opportunity for businesses to attract new customers, um, both during the festival itself, but also when they come back to Nantwich afterwards. Uh, and as you know, the festival attracts about 40,000 visitors every mm. year, and a lot of those are from outside the area who might not know Nantwich very well or haven't visited before. So the festival gives local businesses an opportunity to attract these new visitors by putting on events over the weekend or special offers, competitions, even taking a stall in one of our marquees. Um, yeah. So events like the food festival and the Jazz Festival and the Nantwich Show, they're usually opportunities to showcase the town. Yeah. It's a great place to visit and shop and eat. And obviously none of these have been able to go ahead this year, which is a real loss for the town and for the local businesses. Absolutely. Um, but we do hope to be back next year, better than ever, of course. Of course. Well, but, you know, you didn't stand still. The committee, however, have been, I mean, you've been hugely innovative in putting on a virtual event. Tell us a little bit about that and how that can help local businesses as well. Well, obviously, back in May, we had to make the decision to, to cancel, but we wanted to still be able to support all our regular exhibitors and all the local businesses who usually get involved in the festival. Um, you know, a lot of whom have had a, a very difficult year. So the idea was to behind the online festival was to try to keep promoting those businesses who were still managing to operate uh, during lockdown, whether they were taking online orders or doing takeaways or deliveries. Um, so what we've done is we've put a page on our website uh, where we've given our exhibitors and local businesses a, a free link where they can promote what they're doing at the moment or what they were doing during lockdown yeah. so that people could continue to order from them. That's a great um, idea. Yes, and as well as that, we've also been promoting all of those taking part on our social media channels uh, as well. Oh, fantastic. And you mentioned, you know, we're, the whole idea is to be back bigger and even better than ever next year. So looking forward to the 2021 event. When does your, you know, as the business liaison person and uh, director, when does that work start? And if people haven't been in touch with you before, Nana, how do they do that? Well, the, the planning starts already in, in October. We, we try and give us, ourselves usually a little break after the festival's over to uh, recharge our batteries. Um, but then as far as my work really uh, starts is at the beginning of, of the year in sort of January and February when I go out to all the local businesses, we arrange meetings and one-to-one -one meetings, um, letting people know how they can get involved and what events we're putting on and, and uh, what offers they can do. Uh, and then we also ask businesses if they have any ideas. Um, we often have uh, street 
uh, ideas where all the businesses on one street get together and do something together um, so that they can, you know, make the most of all these extra visitors that the festival brings in. Yeah, and it is, isn't it? I mean, as you and I both know, is that the lovely thing about it, people come to the festival, say, for the first time, and what we also hear them doing is that they say, gosh, we must come back here, what a lovely town. Yes. Well, yeah, no, that's that's the idea, really. And even if the visitors who are coming to Nantwich aren't going into the local businesses when they're at the festival itself, um, just the fact that they're coming to Nantwich and deciding to come back and visit, um, it's an opportunity for the local businesses to get their name known and uh, you know promote their brand so that when those visitors do come back, um, they go into the shops and the restaurants and the bars. Absolutely. Well, Nana, you, along with all the festival committee members, etc., you do a wonderful job for putting the town on the map. It's a great event. I mean, obviously, I know you'll keep up the uh, the fantastic work, but thank you so much for your time today. The Leopard Pub in Nantwich was built in 1880 and is a regular contender for Pub of the Year at Nantwich Food Festival. Gary caught up with the landlords of the pub earlier this week. Well, this afternoon, I'm delighted to be joined on the phone by Gary Evans and Sam Rock, joint land landlords of the brilliant leopard pub in nantwich good afternoon gents good afternoon yeah now to the to the first one uh, which whichever one wants to answer this the leopards are great supporters of the nantwich food festival and perennial winners in the food festival awards so guys i mean how disappointing has it been this year that uh, the event has had to be cancelled obviously it's really disappointing it brings so much to the town and all the extra trade over the weekend and um, so that's obviously been a big disappointment for us and obviously with the awards being cancelled as well it's been it's a big thing for the town having the recognition for all the local businesses yeah so obviously that's been a big disappointment that we've not been able to do that this year and um, obviously we've been successful in the past as well so we've been missing the award ceremony <laughs> yes um, yeah. i think from a personal point of view as well it's 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 a big disappointment for the town because it's always been something that my my family and myself have always looked forward to going um, and enjoying going to see the local businesses and whatnot. Yeah, I mean it brings it brings in what over forty thousand people to the town, which is a great great advert for a brilliant little town, isn't it? Massive, massive, massive boost to the local economy as well. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know one local business that doesn't uh, benefit. doesn't benefit from it at all. Yeah, exactly. Now, lads, the you know this ha- the ha- these have been challenging times, especially in your uh, industry, the hospitality industry. So, what have you been doing during lockdown, and what have you got in place now for your for your customers? Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, that certainly is challenging. I think we've we were. We were quite we were quite in touch with what was going on, uh, myself and Sam. We were quite quickly able to make the change to from the pub restaurant towards to, to offer takeaway, um, which was really really successful. Um, it was taken up really well by the local local public, and we really really benefited from it. And it kept us keep, helped towards keeping us afloat really, and helped you know keeping us keeping you know just keeping our name out there more than anything. Yeah, um, I think in place now we are looking at some point at possibly bringing the takeaway back but at the moment we are concentrating more on becoming you know staying as a pub restaurant which is what we do um and those you know procedures are all in place everything social distancing is all in place we have some screens up you know without them being overly overly intrusive yeah. um and you know track and trace and things like that. you know we're following we're taking it very seriously but at the same time we're not we're trying to not take away from the fact that it still is a pub restaurant and, yeah you know, that people can come here and still enjoy themselves without it being chucked in their face still well that's it isn't it i mean it's the range of uh, brews that you've got on site but also i mean speciality you are renowned for for great food 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, uh, and again, since we reopened, we've, the support has been fantastic. We've had a lot of people through the doors, you know, and most most feedback has been really positive in regards to how we dealt with it and how we managed to continue going. Yeah. And you know, it's you know, it is going to be a challenging time for the industry as a whole. But you know, we think we're in a good position where hope, I mean, certainly give us something to build on going forward. Absolutely. And once the new um, Northern Premier League kicks off, uh, will you have a certain local football team there coming on a Saturday morning for their breakfast? We haven't actually done it for the last couple of years now. It's, um, it was something we did. It was when Phil Parkinson was there, was when they were coming for the breakfast. But yeah. we still um, still get a lot of the fans in and we still like to be associated with Nantwich Town. So, yeah. Great Definitely. stuff. The guys still use the pub, don't they? Um, you know, for after games and things. So, yeah, I'm hey. looking forward to seeing them again. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, look, talking about looking forward, looking forward to 2021 and hopefully we'll have another live uh, Nantwich Food Festival. What does the Food Festival mean to you and the rest of the team at the uh, at the Leopard? Obviously, it's something that we really look forward to each year, every time. Um, actually, participate and going ourselves. Um, and bring an extra trade to the pub so yeah it's really something that we do like that we're looking forward to yeah particularly we enjoy getting involved in the award ceremonies as well um, whether we're nominated whether we win or lose it's always it's always a good day out and it's, it's good you know it just gives a bit more of a buzz around the local businesses as well and I think you know it's something it's certainly something we've missed this year and certainly we'll be looking forward to next year brilliant yeah well I've got to say actually chaps is that you do you do it's a great pub uh, you do a great job for the uh, for the local community and um, it's always great to speak to you as well so thank you very very much for your time today making a returning visit following last week's drop-in for International Bacon Day is Charles Clulo from Clulo's Butchers in Nantwich the family firm has been running for over 80 years Charles tells Gary about their involvement in the festival well this afternoon I'm delighted to be speaking to Mr Charles Clulo of the long-established family butchers, Clulos of Nantwich. Good afternoon, Charles. Good afternoon, Gary. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Charles, your family business has been established in Nantwich since 1929. So how important is the Nantwich Food Festival to you and your business? Well, Gary, I've been involved in the food festival from the very start. Um, And although it doesn't... It doesn't bring a great deal of trade into the shop. Um, it is a great platform to advertise your business. Yes, yeah. And we, we've sort of developed it over the years. We uh, we run children's competitions. We have, we take out our, our our big pan. That's right. And, yeah. You know, we we sell an awful lot of burgers over that uh, over that period. But over the years, people have they've come to expect it, and I don't know. This year, it's 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 very disappointing. But these things can't be helped, can they? No, they can't. I mean, it, it has. It's a you know this this year's festivals obviously like many a victim of COVID nineteen. So yep. d- during the pandemic, uh, Charles, I mean, how how have Clulos coped during the uh, the lockdown, and what things have you been doing to continue to serve your customers? <laughs> Well, we we were in panic when it first when we first closed down. You know, we we weren't sure whether we could stay open, but yes, we could. And our staff were very loyal to us, and they we we had four on furlough, um, four out of sixteen. So we we continued. Yes, um, we were, we were perhaps one of the first to uh, have a risk assessment for the staff and the customers um, and we actually closed the doors 
for two weeks um, and served from took orders and served from the front of the shop from the front door and we also did a lot of deliveries at the time yes we, we, yeah. we haven't done deliveries before but uh, we're, we're still doing them now and, and we will continue I'm just going to ask that you know is that something that's going to continue to be part of the service because I've uh, I've seen them delivering in my street I always come yeah. into the shop but uh, yes the um, the two neighbours of mine who were uh, who were obviously isolating for you know for health reasons um, yeah. they had several uh, deliveries and uh, I know they're big fans of the uh, of the shop yeah we we, we we try to help out people as, as much as we can but uh, it, it's, it's been difficult but it's been very successful uh, we've, we've gained a lot of new customers I think brilliant that is superb and Charles I mean as we look forward to the usually brilliant event and uh, hopefully it'll be back with us in 2021 is there any new award winning products that we can expect to see from those innovative kitchens of Clulos well I'm waiting with anticipation because today there's an awards ceremony online for the meat management awards uh, it's at it's at 4:30 and we entered that competition in uh, in March last year and all the products got judged just before lockdown and they they usually have a you know a, a fabulous presentation evening um, with a dinner and what have you but uh, this year they can't so they're going to release the uh, the winners and the finalists online today oh fantastic so, so it, it would it will be interesting to see <laughs> well i'll be keeping an eye out and i'm sure I'm, you you won't mind if you are one of the winners charles can i announce it on the breakfast show tomorrow Yes, you can. <laughs> That's absolutely <laughs> <With> brilliant. <pleasure. laughs> Charles, we always look forward to anything that uh, comes out new from uh, from yourselves and the team that you've got around you. Many thanks for your time and just you know keep up the great work that you do for Nantwich and in, in the community. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. We, we're here to help. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. You're listening to In Case You Missed It on The Cat. Now on In Case You Missed It, we hear from one of several major festival sponsors. Sponsors are crucial to allow the festival to take place as it's managed completely by a team of volunteers. Crucial costs to allow the festival to take place safely across the town and support events within the festival including live music stages and cookery demonstrations are covered by sponsors such as Applewood Independent. Well this morning I'm delighted to be joined by uh, David Pritchard, the MD of the great local firm Applewood Independent. David, good morning to you. Yes, good morning, Gary. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. Um, David, I know it's a busy time for you, so but you've been a major sponsor of the Nantwich Food Festival and the awards that follow for a number of years. Why is that so important to give that support from, from you and indeed your business? I thought it's really important to be able to give back to the town, the people and the community of Nantwich. Um, we've been in business there for the last uh, 20 odd years now, uh, coming up towards 25 years. And Nantwich has been great for our business and our team, and we employ you know, lots of local people. And so for me, giving back to the community is a very important part of the business ethos. Yeah. And so we got involved through Christine Farrell, who 
um, is on the board of the Nantwich Food Festival. Um, and uh, we know very well from when she was a mayor. And she, she invited us to go along and do some uh, sponsorship and help support them a few years ago. And then um, after that, we then became the title headline sponsor uh, for it a couple of years. And we feel that giving back to the community, getting the uh, the general public into Nantwich, um, uh, helping out the big events, which really do need local companies' support, um, is is a way for us to help the community. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this year's event, because of the pandemic, quite rightly, like many events, has been cancelled. Uh, so it's moved over to a virtual uh, festival this year. But again, you've been very much involved, haven't you? We have, and again, we, we were asked by, by Christine when, when she explained to us that uh, um, it was a situation where, unfortunately, the food festival itself couldn't go ahead, as as all of the uh, events really uh, in Nantwich in the UK have to be curtailed this year. Um, and she asked if we could support the digital awards, and, and we were absolutely you know, delighted to be asked and, uh, and uh, uh, very uh, happy to support that. Uh, fully as the uh, the main sponsor for that because it, it's important to continue to do something even if it's only digital this year to help bring the community together yeah i think it's a time where we all need help and support and to look after each other and if we can you know do something that does give some support to the local businesses uh, particularly the food outlets which as we know, I've been hurt dreadfully by, by the coronavirus as, as much as, as any of the industries. And that ho hopefully will give them a little boost. It will give them some publicity. It will help support them through what is a, a, a difficult time uh, at, this, uh, at this time with the uh, virus. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Funnily enough, I was speaking to a couple of the local um, landlords yesterday as part of the, uh, the the virtual food festival, and you, you're absolutely right. The hospitality industry has been almost decimated. Now, the as we turn towards next year as the uh, for the festival, and let's hope, David, um, it's a long way off, but um, mm. hopefully it'll go back to normal. The great event that it is, it really showcases Nantwich as a as a town. But you know, Applewood are tremendous supporters across many businesses across the or many initiatives across the town. Where else can we expect to see you? We see you at Nantwich Town. We see you at the food festival uh, and all of that. Is there any anything in the pipeline that uh, we can expect to see you at as well? Um, over the years, we, we've tried to be supportive in, in, in all ways that, that we could do with regards to the community at large. And certainly we would expect to be uh, major supporters for the Food Festival again next year and uh, would, would welcome the opportunity to do that. Uh, we were, we've also recently donated to the Nantwich Town um, 20,000 uh, collection appeal uh, through John Gold, the uh, the chairman, and we were able to get them up to that target um, a couple of weeks ago, because again we, we we try and support them and do actually name the arena there, the 3G pitches, the Apple Arena. So we expect to continue doing that. But for the last seven or eight years, we've also um, helped the uh, local council out with buying the Christmas tree right, uh, yeah. for the uh, town. Um, and would uh, again expect to to be involved with that. The Western Lights, I've just committed to that. That that ha happens out at uh, Western, where he puts on the the sun show and the light show at, at, at his farm. That's um, right. And yes. uh, in aid of the Donna Louise, uh, which again is something uh, a hospice in uh, Trenton uh, that we support. 
Uh, but also, you know, we would expect to continue to do whatever happens with the Nantwich show. Um, we, we're not sure what's going to happen with that next year, but hopefully that will sort of continue. And again, we've been, you know, supporters of that. Um, uh, so the what else do we do? We would normally do the uh, Holy Holy Day as well. We've been supporters of that for for many years. And I don't really see that we would lessen our commitment to the community in times where it's more difficult for them rather than where, where it's easier for them because at the moment they were all again suffering as businesses and individuals suffer through the the uh, pandemic you know we, we feel that you know we have a responsibility to continue the support for the community because they need it now more than they ever do and and we as independent financial advisors we're very very lucky because We've been able to work full-time throughout uh, the pandemic and we, our team have worked remotely. Uh, we went through about three years of change in four days. Did you really? March. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a, a busy, tiring, stressful time, it's true to be said, but the team have responded magnificently. So we've been able to um, continue to uh, help and advise uh, people of the local community with their financial affairs. And again, I think it's been even more important that people seek financial advice because uh, there's a lot of people that have had to reassess their financial position depending on furlough or whether they've made redundant or whether they are looking to retire. And certainly at the moment, we are absolutely inundated with new inquiries for people that have thought that they would like to retire and they would like to be able to talk to an independent advisor that is able to help them achieve that so that they can get on with the rest of their lives. So, you know, we, we're in a very, very fortunate position. We, we haven't had a penny of government money. Uh, we haven't had any grants. We haven't had any loans. Uh, and we've been able to support ourselves throughout that. And we've also maintained all of our team as well, um, uh, both fully paid and, and fully employed. So, you know, we're in a position to be able to continue to help. And I think that this is a really important time now where the uh, organisations in Nantwich that help the community need our help more than they've ever done before. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, it's it, we know how busy you are, David. I mean, the, the way you've embraced sort of the change and move things forward. But I think the the, the one thing I'd like to say as well, per perhaps on behalf of the town, is, you know, thank you for your time today, but thank you for the fantastic support that you give the town and the area as a whole. It really is a testimony to a great local business. Uh, that's very, very kind of you, and, and we, we honestly really uh, enjoy it, and we enjoy meeting the people and the community of Nantwich as we go along to all these events and support it. And it's not just myself and Alex, uh, 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 our son and Kay, my wife, but, you know, it's also our team get involved with it as well to help out the community. And it, it's really nice to be able to see people coming into the town and, and enjoying the things that we're helping to support. And it's a situation where we, we hope that long may that continue. Oh, fantastic. This is In Case You Missed It on The Cat. Oliver Mannion is a local business owner and chef. He talked to our very own Gary Johnson about his experience over the last couple of years as an up-and-comer and what the future holds. Well, this afternoon, it's a pleasure to be talking to Mr Oliver Mannion, local chef and business owner of Mac and Bone. Good afternoon, Ollie. Good afternoon to you. How are you? Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate your time. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure, and it's always great to support uh, local businesses, particularly when they're so unusual like yours. So, Ollie, I've got to be honest, Mac and Bone was a business that I'd only just heard of recently. So tell us about its origins and where you are today. 
Yeah, so uh, basically I was at a, a crossroads in my career, as most people uh, have at some point in their life, and uh, I was discussing a pizza business with a gent for a good six months, and he decided to uh, to drop out of that last minute. So um, literally within a 24-hour period of time, I uh, I was pe- playing with the idea of being like doing some private chef work uh, and turning up at people's houses to cater for parties. So I looked at the menu I'd built for that and kind of thought, what could I turn into a mobile setup? And there was this kind of American style platter thing that I had going on with ribs and chicken wings and macaroni cheese and everything and thought that's the one and uh, got online got in touch with a gent from Manchester bought a trailer and uh, the rest is history so yeah <laughs> it was literally the most one of the most most impulsive things I've ever done but um no regrets so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's brilliant. And I mean, I was about to just ask the question, the pandemic has been challenging for many businesses. So, yeah. you know, how you've kind of answered that half, but so what did you do to sort of make it different in this challenging, you know, pandemic that we're in? Well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, so so we, uh, well, I officially launched it last year properly um, as a concept. So, and then I had to close it down in December because I actually was on a, a TV show uh, early this year, which uh, required me to not, to not trade. So the plan was to to open up again in April. Um, however, that obviously transpired that it wasn't going to happen. So I actually used the time as like a, a bit of a productive time. So I thought I'd, I'd sit on it for a little bit. I had a part time job at the time, so that I was going to just kind of just keep my head down and uh, come through it. But then I actually decided to bring on a business partner. So I brought in a business partner to kind of help me with the aspects that I was kind of struggling with to, so I could kind of focus more on the food and the social media side. Um, brought him in and we've kind of like turned it from what was originally going to be like a, a wedding-y, market-y kind of uh, setup to now doing uh, to doing takeaway uh, setup um, with booking slots that we do through our website. And to be honest with you, it's kind of changed our kind of thinking of how we were going to approach this initially so we're now not looking at markets and events and stuff we're more looking at how to develop the takeaway uh, aspect instead so and the, the fact that people have been so educated over the last few months with uh, with new systems in place and new ordering systems like people found it quite easy to transition to us to uh, to do the booking slots and turn up and instead of a drive-through we do a drive-on service and off you go kind of thing so we try to turn a negative into a big positive basically absolutely no, that's, that's brilliant and I mean you you mentioned the TV there before you are starting to make a name for yourself now so the opportunity is the the Nantwich Food Festival is you know for many local businesses to showcase their wares it must yeah. have been a really major blow for you and your business for it to be cancelled this year yeah it was yeah because obviously like you say it's, it's kind of been a bit of a crazy year for me this year with, um, with things happening I mean it kind of all stemmed from Instagram and kind of has, has grown from there and over the last like 18 months so to be, have the opportunity to do the, the food festival and um, Chris Bavin who was one of the judges on the show so the show that I was on was going to be down and we were going to kind of team up and hopefully do something and yeah it was going to be something like one of the biggest things I've done in food so it was, it was disappointing but I'm hoping it won't be the um, the one and only opportunity I get to do it because you know being my hometown I've always loved the, the food festival and I've gone every year and I've always you know like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's thoroughly enjoyed seeing how it's got bigger and bigger over the years. So to be a part of it um, was was exciting. So I'm hoping that well, mostly part of it in this 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 way, but hopefully in an actual physical way next year, that'll be uh, that'll be fantastic. Absolutely, yeah. And like all good businesses, and I think we've we've already got a, a sort of an indication of that. Innovation is the key. So you know, I'm sure we can expect to see you at next year's event, can't we? Yes, most definitely. Yeah, I, I, hopefully with uh, with Mac and Bone, and uh, hopefully doing something for myself with, uh, with some cooking on on, on a stage some, and showing 
some people houses some tips and some matrix regarding the cooking hopefully oh i love that i love that do you know what i can feel a bit of a, a cookery piece coming on on one of the shows on the cat if uh, so we need to explore that idea that. always keen for that <laughs> ollie it's, it's a pleasure to talk to you i'm glad we've been able to talk today look all no the best problem. for uh, for the future thank you so much for your time my pleasure thanks very much cheers for having me on not at all Thanks, Ali. Take care. Bye. Kitty Hill is the director of the iconic family firm Snuggeries, a mainstay and supporter of the Nantwich Food Festival. This morning, I'm delighted to be speaking to Kitty Hill, director of the iconic local family ice cream business Snuggeries. Good morning, Kitty. Thank you so much for speaking to us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Kitty Snugbury's ice cream, like the wonderful creations that you have on display in the field outside the family farm, is synonymous with Nantwich and indeed the Nantwich Food Festival. So how important is it for Snugbury's to support the festival and of course the other great events that normally would go on during the year? Yeah, greatly. We absolutely love supporting the food festival. We have such an amazing community around us here in Nantwich. And um, yeah, we we love doing it. And uh, we get fantastic feedback from doing it. And um, yeah, it's something that, you know, unfortunately we haven't been able to do this year, but something that we will definitely continue to do um, in the future. Oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, I mean, this year's festival, like many, of course, uh, Kitty is there, is a victim of COVID-19. So what about Snugbury's? How have you coped during the pandemic and what initiatives have you been putting in place to continue to serve your customers? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, who could have ever thought that this was uh, around the corner? Certainly as last year, we, how we've changed our business um, has been um, huge, really. Um, we were shut for a full three months in peak season um and um so what we started doing is we started a click and collect um service which um went really really well um and then we thought well you know how can we sort of you know if this sort of continues you know how can we um move forward with it and sort of get up and running to a certain degree and then we put the drive through in and um never looked back and the the reaction from all our customers was amazing with the drive through i think um the fact that they could come out and you know get their ice cream and then still <laughs> uh, wander down to the bee which is outside um so you know the social distancing was fine and they could still come up to Snugbreeze um was was brilliant and then um, a few weeks later we opened the shop as well so we're really lucky um that you know we were we're still able to be up and running and trading and um our wonderful fantastic brilliant customers are there supporting us so no it's um it's been a, a tricky one i can't <laughs> i can't lie but um nonetheless we are yeah we we yeah we yeah we've um sort of we've managed it oh, and um yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. And of course, you know, those, for example, those Sunday afternoons, I remember when I was a kid, I lived up in the northeast. So our Sunday afternoons would be to go down. The coast was only like 10 minutes away. But it's lovely to see the people of the area sort of a Sunday afternoon treat is coming out of Snugbreeze, isn't it? Oh, well, we're so lucky. We've got such a loyal um following and such a fantastic community i mean i'll, ne- I'll never forget the time when um, peter abbott was burnt down and the community rallied together like we've never seen before and came and helped us rebuild peter abbott and um and it was just that extra boost which i think when we're feeling pretty low about it all they just <laughs> gave us such a boost and they're, they're just fantastic and yeah to to, to 
be sponsors of the local um, food and drink show and um, support the community. Um, yeah, we, we, we love to do. Well, just a, just a quick one. I, I've got to insert this one. Of all of the creations, do you have a personal favourite? Oh, chocolate brownie every time. I love our chocolate brownie. We, we home make um, all the brownie pieces and um, they're actually making them today so the smell in the office is <laughs> insane and um, yeah it's just it's such a good ice cream uh, so definitely chocolate brownie oh, followed by Razi Pavlova is a close second for ooh. brownie every time oh I love it I love it we polished off a tub of um, salted caramel which is uh, one of my personal favourites last night we were fighting over the last spoonful in the tub <laughs> oh that's good that's good yeah, I love it and then um, the other thing uh, I mean you mentioned Peter Rabbit there before of all of the uh, you know the great sculptures that have gone up in the on the farm uh, do you have a personal favorite of those um, funny enough, I think Peter Rabbit. Um, yeah. I know um, certainly children have adored Peter Rabbit, and um, he was yeah. He I think he was a personal favourite, but I do really love the bumblebee we've got up. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's something that we, we we do have beehives at the back of the farm, and uh, being an organic farm, and we've got wildflowers um, growing up towards the bumblebee, so we try and do our, our most for conservation and and the bees in the area. So. Um, and that's like that's a personal that's a personal thing. I have bees all over the house. <laughs> I've got bumblebee lights, bumblebee cushions. So um, yeah, the bumblebee is a close second. But I think Peter Rabbit will always have my heart. Oh bless! I love that. Mind you, I've got to say my personal favourite, the Dalek. I love that Dalek. Yeah, he was great. And he moved and talked. I mean, he was pretty impressive. <laughs> he was pretty cool, wasn't he? Well, I mean, looking forward to next year, actually, Kitty. You know, we can only hope that the festival will be back in all its glory in 2021. And obviously, as you mentioned before, Snugberries will certainly be there. Any chance of a sneak preview into what new award-winning product products we're likely to see coming out of those kitchens? Yeah, we've got some really exciting um, new product development happening. I'm afraid it's totally top secret, <laughs> but um, we've got something being launched in the next few weeks, um, which will um, sit with our winter snug puds. Um, so that'll be launched fairly soon. And we've also got some really exciting flavours happening um, at the end of this year, beginning of next. So, oh. yeah, keep your eyes peeled. I love that. In which case, could I get an exclusive on the day that it launches? Would you come on and quickly talk live oh, on the breakfast Oh, we haven't show? got a set date yet. It just <laughs> depends on how well um, the development goes. But it will be in the next sort of month to six weeks. Right. So um, <laughs> I haven't got a set date yet. But, um, yeah, do keep your eyes peeled on our social media because that's where we will be launching it I love it I will do very much so Kitty thank you so much for your time this morning and I'm sure on behalf of the Food Festival Committee uh, they wouldn't mind me saying thank you for your continued support that the family and the business does and the work that you give to the community as a whole thank you so much oh well thank you for having us on thank you so much speak to you soon you're listening to In Case You Missed It on The Cat that's it for this week's Nantwich Food Festival special on In Case You Missed It to listen again to this week's show and all of the episodes in the series you can visit thisisthecat.com